Hello and welcome to the Mindset Alchemy podcast. I'm your host, Janine Kathleen, and I am delighted to introduce you into awareness, mindset, heartset, gutset, better ways of using your language and creating that wonderful and incredible life you love. Whether it's myself or myself and a guest, you will always come away with tips tools and ways of creating expansively in your life. Thank you for joining me today and let's get on with it. Hello beautiful people, welcome back and it's my privilege to welcome Kelly Mazowski back. And Kelly, I'm so excited to have you here. I shouldn't use the word excited. I am really enthusiastically happy to have you back here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you today? Oh, thank you, Janine. It is just an honor and a pleasure and a joy. And I am excited and I am enthusiastic to be here with you. Thank you. Thank you. I am doing well. I'm doing well. It's been a challenging year and in the midst of more challenge. So um, to be here and know everything is working out for the greater good is just awesome. Thank you. Oh, I'm, you're so welcome. You picked on a very interesting point there. October is about transformation about seeing challenges from the past and working through them. How do you feel about that, seeing as your year has already been such an expansively creative one? <laughs> That's a wonderful way to put it. I I can see what's happening. Um, I've never related to October that way. Certainly this October, I'm feeling it. And I can see in many ways I have come full circle in my life. I use the analogy of a spiral staircase in many cases when we talk about how we, we navigate our journey in our lives and how we come to a point of transformation. Our center it remains kind of steady and solid and we kind of navigate around that center in a cyclical form and, and come to a new level of perspective and understanding and we may sit there for a while and then we're on to the next step and definitely i'm at a full circle point and starting fresh and up leveling so thank you for that perspective you are most welcome i must say when i channeled at the beginning of october uh with the end of september beginning of october that this is going to a week to help you grow and all my technology went to school, to learn, <laughs> done, and I went along with it. I went, hmm. Kelly, for our new listeners, please share a little bit about who you are, where you are, and how, um, in work-wise, how you got there. Oh, well, thank you. My name is Kelly Myskowski. I am located about in the center of New York State. I've lived here my entire life. I'm native to the area. My business is Inner Light Transformational Coaching and Craniosacral Therapy, which says it all and says nothing at the same time. <laughs> Essentially, I help people get out of their own way and fully move into who they are designed to be. 
who they are here to be and make their unique difference in the world. And by being in their own way, what I essentially mean is that as a natural part of being human, as a part of our journey, we've come to adopt certain beliefs and certain understandings about who we are and how we interact in the world and how we fit in the world and what our role is in the world and how many things work that oftentimes limit us. So we're not fully shining that bright inner light that is here to be. And it may show up in terms of, of fears or just preconceived notions about what we can and can't do that maybe aren't true for us. And we get very limited by that. Uh-huh. My my experience and my training and my observation has been that those limits are packaged into us and anchored into our bodies, anchoring them into our 3D reality here on Earth as earthly beings in a program that encompasses both organic and glandular functioning. So this organ is doing this much of this thing and that gland is doing that much of that thing. And there is a pattern of tissue tension that, or restriction, I should say, Mm -hmm. where the tissue isn't fluid and isn't mobile and isn't soft and supple Mm -hmm. that kind of anchors all of that and forms a connective highway between all parts of us, all aspects of us in our 3D bodies interacting with our higher selves that is holding that concept and I call it a body mindset pattern and I help people unwind those I do that through the coaching process working virtually over a length of time to allow the transformation to occur if all of that let go at once we would be shell-shocked most of us and you just can't handle it but it gives people time to move into finding what their purpose is, what their vision and mission is, what their values are, who they really are beneath all of that programming and what they really want and become that person, embody that and be ready to move into their next steps and also understanding their own innate guidance system. Mm-hmm. And I think I explained some of this in the last time that you and I chatted this summer so that our some of us have very highly developed intuitive sense of knowing or you know some sort of vision or a hearing clear audience or something like that but our bodies are also a feedback system that shows us when we're on track or when we're experiencing some sort of stress mm. which is being out of alignment with who we truly are and the divine loving beings that we're here to be And there are some common patterns among humans as far as what areas are affected by what types of stress, what types of beliefs and thought patterns and emotions. But it's really about getting into your body and understanding how it's interfacing with the world, the amazing feedback that it's meant to give you so that you can make decisions for yourself and make choices that are aligned with you, whether it's what to eat, who to talk to, what podcast to guest on, what job is correct for you, um, who to spend your life with, where to live, anything, you know, mm-hmm. what, what color shirt to wear that day. It's all there for you. And it's understanding it's, it's part of, of who we are. When you listen to those messages, then they don't need to get louder and hit you over the head. If you're not listening, it can grow into disease and mm-hmm. health issues. 
And by going back and listening to the messages that start us down that path, then those messages are not needed any longer and they can potentially resolve. So having a sense of who you are, what you want, who you are in the world, what you're here to do, your vision, your mission, your purpose, and also a sense of tremendous happiness and well-being across all circumstances, even this little fun fest that's going on of transformation right now. <laughs> yes, it's, it's looking to bring more harmony. <laughs> it's bringing more harmony with yes. a few discordant notes. <laughs> a little more harmony, yes. And sure. it really is. It, it, it's alignment in one sense and it's harmony in another sense and it's balance in another sense. And I don't know that we have one word that encompasses all of that. It depends kind of on what you're talking about and a lot of nuances, but definitely feeling more, for me, it's a sense of freedom and peace. Yes, freedom and peace. And that is something the world is actually lacking currently. Kelly, we were chatting the other day and you've been setting your room up for body work and you mentioned craniosacral therapy. Many people are unaware of what that is. Can you share what these modalities, how they, well, not necessarily how they're done, the reason they're done and the, uh, um, I was going to say impact and it's not impact, the, the ease that they bring, the ease. <laughs> the ease that they bring. I found this through my own experience with my own health issues that weren't responding to traditional interventions of physical, occupational, even massage therapy, even chiropractic. Um, in, in terms of getting to a point of really letting go. Mm -hmm. So it, it involves essentially getting to a very still place within yourself. And that doesn't mean the monkey mind isn't still chattering away, but having a sense of letting that go play with something and really tuning into yourself and getting to a place of infinite potentials and possibilities where absolutely anything is possible. And that many of the new age practitioners or Abraham and others will call the void. And I call it the void or the still point as well. And letting all of the, the limitations and the filters unwind and release and everything that no longer serves us can clear. And then we can bring in a new way of being, a new body mindset pattern that is serving us. Craniosacral was how I first got really propelled down this path. And I work both in person, hands-on for those that wish to come in person or virtually, and really is a way of letting our central nervous system be as healthy and functional as it can and release any of those tissue restrictions that are adversely affecting its ability to flow, the ability of the fluid surrounding it to bathe and nourish and protect it. Because I see our central nervous system as kind of our project coordinator. It's aware of the blueprint for our being and it's aware of what's actually happened in terms of bringing that blueprint into the world. So it's looking at the construction site and seeing what's going on and it's looking at the blueprint and it's making adjustments. 
it just mm-hmm. tends to adjust in favor of survival when it's overwhelmed and not resourced for us to thrive. And I help you get back to the point of thriving and fully bringing that design to life and making choices that are in harmony with that design. The essence of it. That is so beautiful. What you're describing for me is the harmony between uh, masculine and feminine energies. Now, remember people, all men and all women, both have (laughs) masculine and anything in between everyone has masculine and feminine energies it's just the giving and receiving and what you're describing for me is that ability to let go of hanging on and learn how to receive and to flow where has this had the most impact in your life apart from your health in creating the lifestyle that's perfect for me ultimately Mm -hmm. And also the satisfaction of knowing that I am here for a greater purpose and I am serving that purpose in many, many ways. It also makes my life easier. There culturally, at least here in the U.S. and in those that I have come into contact with in some way, let's say, there is a tremendous focus on doing and making it happen and it really is an illusion Mm -hmm. we when we have an understanding of who we are and we're in sync with the flow of life and the expression of this energy as us through us by us for us then we can make aligned choices to support that and that doesn't mean we never do anything but it's about being in harmony with that and in connection with it And knowing, okay, now, yes, I do need to go this place, or I need to build this, or I need to purchase this, or it's time to talk to this person. And it's not a need to in terms of must, but to support the energy coming through. So because our minds are so complicated and advanced compared to, say, flowers, or trees, or even our four-legged creatures, We get in there a lot and we think we need to figure it out. And the mind is meant to work logically, intellectually, rationally to build bridges, bake cakes, as one of my mentors, Paul, channeled through Frank Butterfield says. But um, it was meant to really for us to learn to survive. But we've taken it way beyond that and equated our careers and our lives with our survival. We're not following our intuitive guidance, the flower doesn't wake up in the morning, okay, uh, there's the sun, so I'm going to turn that way, and I'm going to open this much. It just does it naturally. It takes what it needs from the soil to grow naturally. And we've lost track of that. So I'm here helping people realign with that and learn to go with the flow and it's about letting your opportunities come to you recognizing when they come so being in that feminine state of allowing and then balancing it with a masculine energy of doing building creating writing talking driving purchasing consuming whatever it is putting the action behind the impulse yes well let's not say impulse but between behind the inspired thought Impulse people can be, you know what, actually I just had a thought, 
check in with impulse and see where intuition is linked because sometimes when we're impulsive we get the most things done so <laughs> that that's about that it is so interesting to me what you were saying there because I actually was just listening to a podcast where Marianne Williamson was talking about we're so busy trying to make it happen rather than working with um, our creator to allow it to happen with the blueprint. So yes. it is just so synchronous that you brought that up. It was like word for word almost. From, well, it wasn't word for word. <laughs> the energy of it was aligned with what <laughs> she was saying because it wasn't word for word. It's just the energy came together. I was fascinated to hear that you have been taking a look at the Sphinx and the pyramids, I think you said of Giza. What is the, the draw card there for you? What is the appeal? What is it meeting inside you? It's part of the bigger picture of what I'm here to create. Humanity is going through a tremendous change right now that when, when we step back and we look at all of what's going on, we're coming back into a feeling of a sense of community mm. and that we all are one mm -hmm. with greater support, mutual support, interaction, and respect and appreciation and agreeing to disagree at a higher level and my understanding is that the pyramids and a, there are a lot of other ancient structures on earth have a significance that we have not really recognized in terms of their connection to what is beyond our typical human perceptions up to this point but our ability to perceive those connections is growing as part of this entire up-leveling. So I'm meditating along with a group of people that have gone there physically to do some work around this whole concept from a meditative and higher consciousness standpoint. And I'm among those that is doing so virtually. Um, I, Personally, I'm not aware of a big connection to that part of the world, but I, I intuitively knew I'm part of this project in my own way, whatever my connection is that may be revealed to me at some point. And it's a stepping stone for the next work that they're going to be doing coming up the beginning this weekend, I believe it is in Kaz, in um, Greece, on the island of Kaz where they're having a very large gathering of over a thousand people mm -hmm. in person at one location. And then the rest of us are supporting this continued work around the world virtually. That is so interesting. Um, I watched a Netflix documentary by Graham Hancock where he spoke about the different, I've been, I can remember when I was younger, like, you know, like when Noah was still a, an infant time ago I used to read about the pyramids and about um, the Aztec uh, sites and even places in other parts of the world and how so much has changed as more uh, as 
I would say technology's got better and they're able to see more and more of the bigger picture. So I feel there is definitely a much bigger picture there. Just so even from what Greg Braden has written about and that sort of thing, there definitely is a bigger picture in helping uplift the energy and move forward. So I'm really grateful and appreciative of the time you're putting in to connect with the energy of expansion that is coming forward. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. It's the, I'm not sure with the boots on the ground how much of that's already done for those of us working virtually. There are recordings that have not yet been released to us, so I don't actually know the status of it. But my understanding is that these ancient sites have had their own layers of conditioning yes. just as we humans get programmed so they are not functioning at their full capacity either and part of the work that we are being guided to do with many 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 different across many levels and dimensions is to help restore these portals to their original pristine blueprints and it's it's happening whether we'll see it in our lifetimes or not what the effects are going to be we don't know but that is extremely powerful there's so it's people say oh i can't do anything about what's going on in the world and people forget that energetically we can and exactly what you are doing energetically you are helping to hold space to create space and to enhance the space of something and many forget that by going to practitioners like yourself and myself and restoring their energy, they are actually impacting generations to come and generations that have been. What are your yes. points of view around that? What's your perspective on that? Ditto. <laughs> no, Definitely. Yeah. We're on the same page. Ditto. <laughs> well, it, you know, I guess the first point of awakening to that for me was when someone went from a, a biological standpoint, think about it, the egg cell that formed you formed in your mother when she was in the womb of your grandmother. So what your, your grandmother went through when she was carrying your mother, you know, had an influence on the egg cell that became you. And so thinking about that, going back, going back, going back, going back. Um, just from a very literal 3D standpoint is a mind bender. But then I am learning more and exploring more about metaphysics and quantum physics. And it's no coincidence that I have a degree in chemistry, which was, you know, because of my curiosity about how do things work and, and how are we here? And some of which I knew consciously and some of which was still not yet conscious in me, my, my own innate curiosity. So from a quantum physics standpoint, everything exists all at once. There isn't actually a timeline, mm -hmm. but you're still affecting the whole. You're yeah. affecting some aspect of the whole. Yeah. Clearing the past to create a new current state and clearing the you know, way for creating a new future, a new, a new set of possibilities. And I don't, it's, it's really in its reality, it's beyond the ability of the human mind to understand. So from what I've seen, we're each coming to our own ways of relating to parts of it. But as I've said 
to other people. I think of myself as a cell here on the earth and the earth is a cell in the universe. Yes. And you think about the cells in your own body, they, they are here for a reason. And if they said, oh, what I do doesn't matter. What if they all said that or enough of them said that and crapped out, where would your body be? So mm, I am grateful to them for continuing to do their best at what they're here to do. And by the same token, it's an honor for me to do what I'm here to do and, and realize I'm part of something much, much bigger. Oh, that is so beautiful. Kelly, what is your way forward? Where do you feel you are up-leveling at the moment? apart from helping with the Giza project, the Egyptian project. Where personally do you feel you are up-leveling? Because as you so correctly say, time is a mental construct rather than a universal construct. Yes. Um, it's about being aware of things on a different level for me and working with those people that are here to really move into a new level for themselves of understanding around all of this and working with all of the possibilities on a, a much more five fifth dimensional level of mm -hmm. unity and oneness and awareness. And we still have, you know, our human aspects where we experience our emotions. That's part of who we are as 3d beings and our, as we go through these processes, it's quite common to get challenged and have all of our buttons pushed and mm -hmm. get to see our inner two-year-old is still in there. As I said to a friend last night, I now understand why a two-year-old sits under a table and stomps its feet on the floor and cries. And this mm -hmm. was a friend who's in a worse situation than I'm in if we're going to judge and label. And I said, I don't know what your two-year-old would be doing right now, but I, I get it. You know, so having compassion for each other and holding the space as we grow and working with people to help clear up anything that is blocking them past, present, potentially future across all levels and aspects of their being and realizing we really, you know, we're, we're made physically from the earth. The earth is part of the universe. So we're connected with other planets and other stars and who knows what other life is out there that is here. There's other life here supporting us. The, you know, UFO sightings are UFO sightings just because you don't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist or because you can't perceive it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Mm. So everything is coming together in a new way in the universe right now. And a lot of that is still unfolding for me, but I'm here to work with people who resonate and um, put something together for them to become their best selves in whatever way that is. We, we're moving into a place of needing each of us to do that more and more and more. Realize you're part of the whole. Help each other where you can. And if you feel there's nothing you can do, I understand that feeling. Sometimes we feel helpless. The best thing you can do in that situation is monitor your own energy and be your best self. Honor your feelings. Let your emotions move through in a healthy way. I don't recommend you know, doing it in a way that's really going to hurt someone else. Sometimes we do need to be very frank and very you know, straightforward in expressing how we feel. 
But if we hold on to that energy, that boils inside of us and our cells are in there trying to manage it, just like we're trying to manage what's going on on the earth right now and, and on this planet and in so many countries, our cells are trying to manage what we've got going on emotionally. Let's let that energy move through in a healthy way so that we can be in a healthy state. So that doesn't mean denying how you feel. It means honoring how you feel. And sometimes you do need to sit under the table and have your cry. <laughs> and just hide, feel safe, just feel safe. Feel safe. Go into our cave. It's actually quite beautiful because often when I channel, I'll get the word sanctuary and I'll see a cave. And it's like, go into that stillness and darkness of the cave. And then always then I, the mind takes over. So I think, well, what if there's spiders or bears or mountain lions? <laughs> like, you know what, really, Janine, we are now not, we are unavailable for that. Those are the fears. Let's move forward. So people, you can work from ego and you can also work from spirits <laughs> to allow what's happening. Yes. Really? Yes. What and a lot of like? times, you know, you, you make a good point because it, a lot of times when we embark on this journey, then the ego is all about, I know better. You're making a change. Change isn't a good thing. This works the way you are right now. Don't change anything. Don't change the program. I don't know what to do. And it will try to stop you. And that's when a coach comes in handy to be with you to say, you know, what's up with this? Have you noticed? There's resistance here. There's all the reasons this won't work. You can't do it. You know, you, you can't afford it. And we all go through that. And that's having someone in your corner to help you through those points helps create that transformation. And again, spiral staircase. So we were two one time and then we're 20, but the two-year-old is in there and then we're 30 and, you know, you keep going and you're evolving as a human too. So and we take that two-year-old with us and we keep going and going and going. Um, yes. You know, it was so interesting. People, if you'd like to go and explore, apropos what Kelly was saying earlier on, there was a study done, I think, from Holland after the Second World War and how it impacted the children's children of the people who were involved in the famine there and how it impacted mm -hmm. their health. Their wellness. I'm not sure of the name of the study, but go and see what you can Google. It was fascinating to see how those conceived during the famine had way more challenges than those conceived just after the famine. And in the so that would have been the grandparents or great grandparents of the children right. that study. It's been very, very interesting to see that. Kelly, please tell our audience what you would like to know what you would like them to know as we begin our um, sad farewells. <laughs> <laughs> For now. <laughs> For now. For now. Oh. Kelly and I get to chat on WhatsApp. So make sure you connect with her because then you can also get to chat with her. <laughs> there you go. You can find me on my website, letyourinnerlightshine.com. Mm -hmm. And I am happy to chat with anyone, catch free, just to get to know each other. You are important. You have a purpose. The stress, distress, overwhelm, uncertainty that you're feeling is natural part of your soul getting your attention. That there is something more, something better that feels better for you. Mm 
and you can find it. If you can get out of your own way, it's not always logical. It's not always rational. And I went through a bit of that on my own journey where my mind was telling me I had to have a job to pay for the training I needed, but I couldn't work and train. It wasn't going to happen until finally I allowed the universe to take my job away and just went for it. Then things fell into place. But, um, you know, I, I work with people in a way to create that safety for them to go within and to find their truth and let their inner light shine and make their difference in the world. And as soon as we connect, people often start to notice a shift just for making that decision. And if we decide to work together, then there are more shifts. When we begin working together, there are more shifts and changes can begin to happen right away. I usually work with people for a minimum of six months to get them over their humps and some of their resistance and familiar with their systems and feel supported in changes that they've been making along the way and ready to continue beyond our work together. And then we can continue to work together in whatever manner seems most suited to both of our energies. If we resonate, um, you know, I have a process for us to get to know each other before we make a commitment to work together for the client's sake and for my sake. So everything is custom done. It's led by your soul. I hold the space and, and I engage with you in the way in which I am being invited in by your higher self, by your soul to support you on your journey. I don't do anything unless your soul is inviting me to, but I can work with people virtually even to influence their cranial sacral system, to work energetically, to deal with wherever there may be a restriction on whatever level and help release those anchors that are in their body that are holding them in place. It's kind of like cutting the ropes so that your hot air balloon can rise and throwing out some sandbags along the way and giving a little fuel to get to a new height. Love that analogy. People, you heard it from one of the best. Reach out to <laughs> Kelly today. And Kelly, thank you so much for joining us today. I so appreciate you. Thank you, Janine. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you so much for being here today. I hope you have a wonderful and incredible rest of your day. And if you'd like to know more about working with me, please reach out and I can share with you about my personal leadership program and much more. You can also pop over to my website, JanineKathleen.com and check out all the lovely goodies and resources I have for you over there. Have a wonderful day and please leave a five-star rating, a review and share the podcast with people who may benefit from it. Bye-bye.